Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie, and on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. All right, so I have to admit the title of this episode had me giggling a little bit. How to rise from the ashes and navigate challenges so that you can keep your business afloat. So here's the funny thing. Over the past few years, there've been quite a few times where literally someone would tell to me, girl, you literally had to rise from the ashes for this one. And this is what happens, right? Especially if you've been in business over the past few years since the pandemic, Many, 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 many of you have gone through ups and downs and it's been crazy and yet you're still here. So uh, what I want to talk about today is really how to navigate challenges and how to become really good at navigating challenges so that you can keep your, keep your business afloat because the reality is business building is full of ups and downs and especially in the climate that we're in right now which is a climate with a lot of opportunities but it is also a climate with a lot of challenges and when you look at people who are successful year after year through the ups and downs in no matter what field they're in whether they're an athlete or a business owner or an artist or you know it doesn't matter what their field is People who stick to anything will go through ups and downs, and the people who make it are literally the people who are able to master their emotions through all of those challenges and who are good at processing issues, good at processing challenges. So that's why I wanted to really bring this topic to you today so that we take a moment for the next, what, 10, 15 minutes of this episode to think about what that can look like for you so that you can become a master problem solver and master processor of issues so that when things come up, it does not phase you and you can just, you know, get to the, get down to business and do the things. The first thing to really remember is that Navigating anything um, that is, you know, challenging requires a view that you have energy. You need physical, emotional bandwidth for this. So taking care of yourself is the prerequisite to any of the things that I'm going to be talking about today. If your body does not have energy, if you're not sleeping well, eating well, and taking care of your body and exercising and really making sure that you're keeping your own body on, in top shape, no matter what strategy is given to you, it might work for a little bit, but then it will not. All right. I was talking to one of my favorite clients today and she was like, girl, I just got, got up from a nap. I, I was like, good for you. That is what you should be doing, right? doesn't matter how much you're making in your business. It's not that because you're making so much money or you're, you know, you're at the multi-million dollar mark now that you have to work like a crazy person. No. Through the ups and downs, if you want to have the energy to go through what you need to get to go through and uh, really execute on what you need to execute on without letting stress get the best of you, you need to take care of your body. All right. So that is the number one thing. Your body needs energy in order to navigate anything. All right. And a quick tip about the body as well, because here's the thing. Once you get in the habit of keeping your body in top shape and being really aware of how your body functions, 
The thing is your body will tell you when you're getting into a mode where you're not going to be effective. And what I mean by that is get in the habit of taking care of your body so you know what feeling good feels like. A lot of people don't remember what it feels like, but remember what feeling good in the body and feeling like that you have a lot of energy and that you're able to do things like the way that it feels in your body. It's so important to remember that so that when you start seeing a different type of feeling or a different type of energy creep into your body, you start noticing earlier and earlier. The more you can do this, the more you can take care of your body and be very in tune with how your body's feeling at any given time, right? Even if most of our work uh, in the business uh, world is all about the mind, really, but paying attention to the body and paying attention to when the body's starting to not feel at its optimal state, that will start telling you very early on that you need to pay attention and that you need to regulate something so that you keep in top shape as well and so that your mind stays clear. A lot of times people don't realize how much their body is run down, which in turn affects how they're able to think about their business and how they're able to think proactively, effectively, and creatively. All right. So that's just a little quick tip about the body. The more you can do that, the more you're going to be in that optimal state more often. Now, here are really the things that you want to do in order to be able to navigate any challenge, especially when you look at, you know, the business outlook over the next few months or year um, or a couple of years, things might be a little bit rocky and that's okay. It's in cycle. It'll come and go. Uh, but you want to stay organized. Something that I know will really get people off track is the fact that they're them- they themselves are not organized. They're not organized in their finances. They're not organized in how their business is running. They're not organized in their operations. They're not organized in what they want to do on a daily basis. And what that does is that whenever something comes seemingly comes from the outside, it's very easy to get derailed if you don't have systems. So as a business owner, I really encourage you to to make sure that any given day, any given week, you're putting attention and you're putting effort into getting yourself organized. Organize your personal finances, organize your business finances, organize the way that your team works. Look look where there is inefficiencies or if um, there's ways that you can do better. Make sure that knowledge is not just stuck in people's brains, but it's actually dumped on paper so that you can reuse it, right? Or train other team members. Make sure that you are organized so that as things come up, you actually have a process or you have a system to fall back to. When there is no system, what happens is just pure chaos and then that becomes overwhelming. Okay. So make organization, even if that's not, if, if that's never been really your forte, or if you have, well, that's amazing. Look at how you can optimize even more. But if you haven't, make sure that you spend some time looking at that. If you don't know your numbers, know your numbers. If you don't know how many clients you currently have that are active, go back to your team and figure it out. Like know everything about your business and organize yourself so that you can actually navigate through things. When you look at, this might be an example that some people are familiar with, some people are not. When you look at team sports or when you look at the military, anything that is done in group, 
when it's done at that very high level, people are like, it's a system. It's a well-oiled machine. Without systems and without organization, it's very hard to reach high heights. All right. So look at getting your business organized and getting yourself organized uh, so that you can really navigate things more easily. And your team, if you have a team, can help you navigate things more easily. And by team, I mean at work, in your business, but also at home. All right. The other thing too, to remember is what it is that you want. So the, the crazy thing about challenges is challenges don't discriminate whether things were going well or things were not going well when they show up. They also don't discriminate between the person who has a dream and a vision and the person who doesn't, right? Challenges don't discriminate against anything. They will just show up. But the person who will be able to navigate through that we're more with more focus and to navigate through that with more intention and more hope and more of a positive mindset and a growth mindset will be the person who knows what they want and who has a vision for themselves. When there is no vision, when there is no clear definition or who it is that you want to be, where it is that you want to end up and how it is that you want to experience that, then navigating challenges becomes very difficult. And you get to choose, right? You get to choose what you want to be loudest in your mind or what you want to be loudest in your experience. Is it your vision and what it is that you want and how you want to experience it and so on? Like that really, that thing that you want in your experience or is it the challenge? You get to choose which one it is. And when people have the challenges louder in their mind and in their experience, it's because the vision piece is not there. So I really encourage you to spend some time on a daily basis, remembering what it is that you want, remembering where you're going and how you want to travel that journey. I talk to a lot of business owners, a lot of them very successful, but comes a point where they're so deep into the day-to-day and the, the different problems that arise and so on that the, the, that vision starts becoming fuzzy. And you don't want that because when that starts to happen, it becomes harder and harder and harder to navigate through the ups and downs and stress starts creeping up big time, right? It is possible to turn that around by going back to the vision going back to why it is that you're doing things and making sure that that vision is super loud, not just for you, but for the people who are around you as well and who are working with you on your journey. So remember what it is that you want so that anything that comes along the way will actually seem small compared to it, right? I like to say, have a vision so big that anything that shows up is like a pebble on the road. You can just kick it and keep on moving. And having that really big vision doesn't mean that you're going to be the next Elon Musk or the next Oprah or the next Jeff Bezos. It has, it has nothing to do with that, but it has to do with how clear things are and how much they mean to you. Okay. So remember what it is that you want and how you want to experience that. And Remember also what you have access to. I think this is one area where gratitude is such a big factor and is such a big uh, weapon, if I can put it, put it that way, is remember what, re- remembering what you have access to in terms of resources, in terms of the people you know, in terms of your experience, and being very familiar and, and repeating to yourself 
what you have already achieved, the other challenges you've already, you know, you've already overcome and what resources you always have access to that you can tap into. What happens when sometimes we're not in the best of states and something comes up in your experience that challenges you is that we just like, we go blank, right? We forget, we forget what we know how to do. We forget how amazing we are. We forget what we have access to. How many times have I told clients, it's not you, like you're a freaking amazing business owner. That's not what's happening. What's happening is it is X, Y, and Z, but we tend to internalize everything, right? Here, I want you to really remember whether you have a list of this that you go through regularly, whether you have, like I do, I tend to screenshot any really good accomplishments, anything that I'm proud of that I have done or people have, around me have to a soul that I can remember in those tougher times. So I can go back through my images and my picture and be like, oh my God, yeah, like we're awesome. We know how to do this. We've done it before. This is nothing, right? In the heat of the moment, it's easy to forget, but you want to organize yourself so that when you need it, those resources are right there. And that means, um, the success stories, but it also means the people that you know. It also means um, maybe the knowledge that you have gathered and that you can tap into in those moments as well, When where you don't feel like you know what to do. Well, you can actually go through that and know where to turn. And this actually leads me to my next point, which is to remember that you're not alone. You are never alone. I know that business building, entrepreneurship, or even if you're a corporate executive or you're a high level athlete in something that you do, it tends to feel lonely where we're ju- we're the leader of the pack, right? We're the one who's supposed to know all the, of the answers, but you are not alone. And you are not the one who's supposed to have all of the answers. So it's important to remember that a lot of times in times of challenges, it's not necessarily about the how you're going to solve it, but who's going to help you solve it. So ask yourself, who right now can I turn to that can either give me a different perspective or that can give me knowledge that I don't have or skills that I don't have or insight that I don't have, right? Or connect me with somebody else who might know how to solve my problem. I can guarantee you, you are not the first person to go through whatever challenge you might be facing or you might be facing in the future. Other people have done it before. Other people have gone through through it. Other people have learned from it and can help. So remembering that you're not alone also means that you don't stay in your corner. This is when you need to show up and you need to go out there and look for the help that you need, right? Instead of going recluse and disappearing from the surface of the earth. So remember you're not alone and make it a point to reach out so that you can help the find the help that you need or the support that you need or the ideas that you need. And then finally, have a process for making decisions. If there is, I think this goes back really to the whole concept of being organized. The more you have a process that you repeat over and over to achieve something, the better you become at it, the faster you become at it, and the less emotions are involved in uh, executing it, right? So think about anything that you've done initially and you've mastered. At the beginning, it's hard to do, and it involves a lot of thinking and many decisions here and there, and you're not really sure. But the more you do it, the more you do it very easily without even thinking, and the more your intuition kicks in, 
right? And so the whole point of having a process to make decision is exactly that, is how can you put together a process that works for you? It's going to be different for, for different people that works for you where you can get yourself through these steps and through the point where you make a decision or through the point where you find the piece that you need to continue on your execution, what is that process like? And how can you create the process and use it so often that after a while, you don't need to think anymore. It just happens. And then your guts, your gut tells you what to do. Here's what my process, how my specific process evolved over the years. And now it's so fast. It is so intuitive. And I know it's just from just, you know, practicing the same kick over and over and over again for the past like 10 years. So my process used to be very um, analytical. I'm a project management manager by trade. So it was all about data and all about like having a sequence of how to do things, right? And so anything that I would do, I would literally just take a sheet of paper, draw my lit. My, first, I would re- identify my different scenarios. So what is scenario A to solve this? Or, and what is scenario B? And what is scenario C? And what are the different ways that I can tackle this specific problem that's annoying me? And it didn't matter whether the problem was something more personal or it was related to uh, to work or related to business or education. It didn't matter. I would always go through that same process. What is the problem? What are the different scenarios that I could tackle, you know, that I could tackle in order to solve it? And what is the pro and con for each? And what would it cost for me to execute on every single one of that, those things. Like, did I want to take that action because of what it would cost me and how much I would get in return and what were the risks and all of that? I would literally do that on everything. And what that did is it got me out of the emotions and into more of an, uh, of an objective process to r- go through any challenges that I had in mind. Okay. So identifying the, the scenarios, weighing my options. And over time, I started realizing that that exercise worked better when I was in a very calm state, right? So I must have mentioned this on the podcast, the podcast a few times that I was not into meditation at all. It took me like 10 years. I think between 20, 2007 or 2006 or 2007 until 2017 of trying to meditate because I thought it was supposed to be this, you know, out of this world type of experience. But it took me that long to learn how to be read, to bring myself into peace, like pure peace. And I realized that when I have any challenge, the best way for me to get the best outcome out of it is to bring myself into calm so that the emotions didn't like mess up with all of my data and didn't mess up with my judgment. And so over time, I started doing this exercise after meditating. So I... Up until now, whenever I'm facing anything, including when I started working with Kelly and joining her team and had to decide whether I wanted to fold my business, stop teaching at the MBA and all of those things, I literally went through these same exact steps. I started with meditation. So the idea was to not let fear intervene, to not be thinking about, you know, to, to not all be in my emotions, but instead think about this from a 
both intuitive and analytical point of view without letting just my past or what I thought was in the future just mess things up. And so I start with meditation to bring myself to a really, really calm state and presence. Then identified the different ways that I could achieve the thing. I still do that, but it just happens much faster now. Weighing the different options happens much faster now. And then choosing what seems best based on that data. Now, the data used to weigh a lot more in my process. But over time, I will admit to you, I I tend to lean now so much more into intuition. And that is because when you do this type of exercise, often, and you do it all the time, you start recognizing literally in your body what it feels like when it's right and what it feels like when it's not. And that helps so much in your confidence. And that's how I make a lot of decisions now. And that's how why anything that comes up doesn't really phase me. And I've seen that in a lot of very successful people too, is like, it doesn't phase you anymore, not because you have the whole truth and nothing but the truth and you're like all knowledgeable. That's not what it is. But it is that you develop so much confidence in your ability to overcome any challenge and in your ability to make decisions and in your ability to pivot. If you have confidence in those things, challenges that show up don't mess you up. I think where people are afraid is that when things come up, they are afraid that they're going to make a mistake and that they're going to lose something, etc. But when you work the muscle of processing these problems, that builds your confidence. And when your confidence is there, no matter what shows up in your experience, you know that you can tackle it and you'll be fine, right? And so this is why I really want you to start thinking, if you don't already have a specific process, your own process to make decisions and to process issues and process challenges, I encourage you to develop it, figure out what that can be for you. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be created and implemented and implemented often enough that you start doing it more intuitively. All right. So that's why my process has changed over the years. Now it's way more intuitive. It's just like when you've done so many, it's like in Kung Fu, right? I'll be, I'll be doing a form or or sparring. And then, you know, when that kick is about to leave, when your foot is about to leave the floor, you know if it's going to be a good one or not. Like before you've even hit somebody, you know it just because of practice and repetition. The same happens here. All right. So develop your own process. If you have to be more data-driven like I was, that's fine. There's going to be a point where your intuition is going to start kicking in more and more and more and more. And that's when the fun begins. And get in the the habit of just taking care of your body and being in tune with it so that as you're going through things, you recognize, you know, how it feels when you're, you're in your flow versus when you shouldn't be, you know, making decisions and stuff. Okay. So as things become more complex, as the world that we work in becomes more, uh, there's just so much more data that we have to process as things just become more and more everything learn to really go back within and have your own process for dealing with things. And I guarantee you, it's going to bring you so much more peace and so much more confidence and the ability to know that no matter what shows up, you're going to be fine. Because I'm telling you, no matter what shows up, you're going to be fine. You are not alone. And to every single challenge, 
There are an infinite number of solutions. You just have to search for them and you just have to be calm enough in order to see them. All right. So I hope this episode was super helpful for you. This is Kyrie, and I will talk to you soon. (laughs) There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues, and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right, so thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.